following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You just turned on. You just turned on. Naturally on the way. Better known as now. This is where independence is celebrated. And if you're ready to catch these waves, then let's go. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Grown Up Podcast, where you already know what we do. We talk about grown up shit. We talk about life here. And I also throw in that independent music at the end. And today you're tuned into our special bonus episodes that we have here, the Grown Up Podcast Now interviews. And as you know, we are starting this month uh, out with the artist spotlight. And the artist spotlight is on this artist that we have joining us today. Thank you so much. Appreciate you for joining. So I'm going to have him go ahead, introduce himself, say his name, where he's from, the genre of music that he does, and how long he's been doing music. So go ahead, take it away. Yeah, well, uh, my name is Coco Bebop. Uh, some people just know me as Coco. Um, Spitz Spiegel, you know. Uh, for sure. I'm from Stockton, California. Shout out 209. 209. And <laughs> I represent good nature. Yeah. You never heard of us. You probably have or someone you know has. And yeah, that's kind of it. All right. All right. So, um, well, let's start out. I want to start. I kind of want to know how you came up with your your name. <laughs> that was it's really unique. So I just kind of want to get a little background on that. Um, maybe the audience might as well. Yeah. Well, some people would know the reference of like Cowboy Bebop, like, mm-hmm. of course, mm-hmm. but like when i first started uh making music with it was like my cousin and his friend this was back in like 2000 maybe six maybe five around there okay um this dude i would make music with he didn't want to call me coco like you know (laughs) i was like bro that's my fucking name like you don't want to call me by my name like he's like you need a rap you need a rap name man i was like well i don't know what the fuck yeah like he came out with spits and like 
like years go by of me going by spits and i was like man like you can't just change it i'm in too deep <laughs> you know what i'm saying like yeah i still want to be coco though like this yeah is yeah this is who i am and then i right. just kind of i went by uh online like um playstation tag or whatever yeah like coco bebop and stuff yeah uh, and then I, that from Coco Bebop birth Spitz Spiegel, like Spike Spiegel from okay, Cowboy okay. Bebop. And it just kind of just it just kind of worked together hand in hand. All right. That's dope. That's dope. That's a cool little like background story. Um, yeah. I like I like nicknames and stuff. So that's that, that's super cool. So you said you started doing music back in 2005, six ish. So you've been doing that. You've been doing music for a long time. So what kind of got you started into music? What has been some of your inspira- inspirations during your music journey and kind of take us through this? I mean, it's 2022 now. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, take us through that. Um started off like fuck when did eight mile come out like me and my (laughs) friends me and my friends i was like fifth grade i think when that movie came out and me and my friends used to just shit talk each other i don't think we were even rhyming words we were just like shit talking each other pretending to hold a fucking microphone like like a pencil 2002 i I looked it up for you quick oh my god i was i was a young cat yeah uh, So like, I think I was like fifth grade and then, uh, and you know, like that movie was pretty relevant for a couple of years oh, yeah. in terms of like, you know, a hip hop movie. Oh yeah. Cause there weren't many great ones. I still don't think there's many great ones. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, but yeah, so we started fucking around seventh grade. I started actually like starting to write cause it started, I started thinking like, man, this is kind of fun. Right. So I, yeah. I started writing. My friend started like learning how to make beats. He lived mm-hmm. across the street from me at the time. Okay. Uh and that was cool. That was, so seventh, eighth grade was just that, just like still fucking around, but yeah, like yeah. like kind of fucking around in a in a more elevated way. Yeah. And then ninth grade was when I started learning how to make my own beats. And on top of that. I started learning how to record like I can record at home right play, like with programs and shit and I was like right right like yo like the game it's, changed after right. that. I <laughs> the stopped looking around after that I was oh, like yeah. oh shit like let's actually try to do something and then that's yeah. when I found out like this was ninth grade so high school that's when I found out like my cousin and his friend his friends they used to rap too and we used to all just be at my house and just like whatever just dick around kind of but still yeah, make yeah. tracks yeah um but but yeah it was wild because like yeah i was starting to learn how to make beats mm-hmm. but it wasn't until 2008 like two three years later where i started actually getting the confidence to say i can rap over my own beats now got gotcha. <laughs> you gotcha. yeah. Cause before, like, I I still have those beats. They're trash. But, <laughs> we have to start but, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just like it's crazy to see. Like, damn, I really was making this shit. Oh, and even yeah. to this day, like, I could make one right now, and I'll probably be like, man, I'm still making trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's dope to you know go from scratch, and then while you're still in the the process of still 
the, the journey, so to speak. Um, it's always cool to go back and, and see. I do the same thing. My podcast, I'm like, shit, I kind of been doing this for two years. I'm going on my third. So starting from the first episode till now is like a huge change. So I think it's good to, you know, you can kind of learn from the things that you you want to add or take away or change. Um, yeah. So kind of that kind of leads me to my next question, which is your your sound and your vibe is kind of like old school rap ish with like some eclectic hip hop beats. So are you still in this kind of process of figuring out your sound or is this the sound that you that you have like kind of put a stamp on and you want to you want to go forward with? So I found my sound. It's funny. I actually have a song called My Sound. Nice. Uh, I found my sound like what I know I'm good at and what I'm good over. Mm -hmm. I found that back in like 2011. Um, and from then it was just like, okay, so if this is what it is, how can I take take this sound a step further? Like where, right. how, how flexible can I be with this? Right. Um, so I'm still like doing that. Like I'm still yeah. like fucking, I, I'm like, I <laughs> describe it as fucking around. Like I'm yeah. still like experimenting. Oh yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, I'm, it's not in a way to where it like, it's very off putting mm -hmm. to, to people when they hear it. It's more of like, like, Oh, that's kind of cool. Right. <laughs> or, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. So I still mess around. Um, but, but yeah, I know my sound. I know what I sound good over. I know how I should sound. Yeah. And all this stuff. Um, okay. And, and so like, what is, how can you describe that process to, you know, other people who are trying to, do music and you know trying to discover and as you say are fucking around you know like yeah. what what type of what type of advice or I was, what i was gonna know? say yeah you fuck around and find out yeah okay right? Like, <laughs> like um people don't really know how they sound until they hear a recording of themselves yeah um and of course everybody that hears themselves they don't even like how they sound definitely uh totally but you so after years of me fucking around recording my own vocals and like learning how to mix my own vocals and all this shit uh i understood like at some point like oh okay like i sound like trash over these fucking like stabs like right like or these little shitty synth beats yeah like i do not that does not work for me. I can yeah. change the tone of my voice. I can mix my voice differently and I could sound okay over it, but mm -hmm. it, I'm never going to sound good over it. Right. I, I sound good over instruments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. And like plucked bass lines and shit like that. Like slap bass lines is very, it's very dependent on like the surrounding sounds, but but yeah, I just I just know what I sound good over. And that's kind of I kind of will stick to it. But then like other elements will be just like, how does this work? Or right. a lot a lot of the times, actually, when I make a beat, it's like an accident. It's like, oh, shit, that <laughs> accidentally sounds tight as fuck. That's Let's cool, though. With that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those kind of like the best sounds or like kind of the best things come out of things that are like accidental you know so yeah. that's that's kind of cool though um so 
uh, as we were talking about before I started, I hit record here, you put together a project. Now, did you do this during COVID or was this something that you've been working on for like a number, a, a number of years? And so, cause it, my question kind of ties into it. Uh, you're talking about under the rising sun. Yes. Okay. Um, so my friend, IR Feek, uh, he's from uh, Bay Area, lived in Stockton, grew up in Stockton. Mm-hmm. Um, he was living in the Bay Area um, a couple years ago, or he's been out there for years, but a couple years ago he was out there and then he moved back to Stockton and he approached me with like, well, he messaged me because COVID was around. And he messaged me on Facebook Messenger and he says, says, hey, like, I want to make a, an album with you. Mm. But I just want I just want your your vocals. And he didn't want to rap over it. And he's a rapper first. OK. Over a producer. Wow. Uh, he, he produces because he wants to make. He wants to rap. That's the right, same right. reason why I produce, actually. <laughs> OK. Like, I okay. just want to fucking rap over some tight shit. Uh, <laughs> So I convinced him to, to be on the track with me or be on the album with me. Uh, and he, he said, okay. So okay. he he sent me like, fuck within a month, he sent me like 12 beats. And then, uh, and I was like, dude, like, so I just would write to them chorus verse, send it to him. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, okay, that's dope. And then, He'd send me something back. Um, but again, this is all over Facebook Messenger. Got you. Uh, so there's nothing officially recorded. Right. Or, or anything yet. Right. <clears throat> Just kind of um, business dealings. So, yeah. And he. Uh, once we got most things finished, we had like half the 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 album finish in mm-hmm. terms of like brainstorming it. Mm-hmm. Um, then he sent me a track list and I was like, OK, cool. Yeah, I'm down with all that. Of course, at the end of it, some things might change, some things, right. or maybe nothing will change, but most things change. Um, but then he passed away. Uh, oh, man. He passed away in December mm. of last year, mm. or like the year before last. Mm, um, yeah. <laughs> it's all uh, like- yeah. And so I was like, holy shit yeah like that that's i don't even know like i can just say that sucks but it's beyond it's beyond that it's yeah definitely so for like a month or two i was like what do i do like i he was consistent with all his music he was constantly putting shit out and here i have basically a whole album of his that I either like half-ass put it out mm-hmm. or I go full on in yeah. and put it out. Right. And I decided, I decided to record the verses he was supposed to have. Um, so I wrote, I wrote new verses over shit he was supposed to be on. Um, and I filled in, I just filled in the gaps basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I tried to do it. I kept I kept mostly the original track list he sent me in the in the order that he mm-hmm. wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, some things didn't make it in because I wasn't comfortable with them being 
in. Yeah. Um, so I still have about four beats of his that are unreleased songs. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it just, it was wild. And then I did have one verse from him that he recorded at my house about four years ago mm. uh, from an unreleased song. Mm. And that's, that's on the album. It's on, I think it's the last uh, song Dope. in that album. So I took those vocals and I put them over this beat. It was a Donkey Kong country beat that mm-hmm. he sampled and it was wild. It was wild <laughs> about that beat. I was legit listening to that soundtrack like a day or two before uh, he sent me that beat. And I was like, damn, I want to sample one of these so bad because this fucking <laughs> this video game has bangers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. And then when, when I so when he passed, I decided, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm going all out with this four feet because I think he would do the same for me. Yeah. Um, it was just hard because at first I didn't know, should I just rap like he's not gone or mm-hmm. should I, or should I acknowledge that he's gone mm-hmm. or cause like, ha- like keep in mind, half of it was written when he was here. Yeah. The other half is being written while he's gone. So it's like the contrast would just might not work together. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to figure that out at the same time. So the album took like an extra like three, four months to be finished. Wow. Because super dope. I mean, I mean, the, you know, the entire kind of concept and story, like it's it's a it's tough, but it's dope that, you know, you kind of had turned all that energy and you know, that kind of what the hell into the album and, um, I, you know, commend you for doing that. Um, Thank you. Let's let's talk about one of the tracks that I'm going to play for the audience here at the end so they can understand the emotion and everything that you put into this. Um, are you motivated? So let's talk about it. Uh, how did you what what type of energy where'd you go to, to put into this, uh, you know, this track and um, how did how did it come about? So initially when he sent me this beat, so IR Feek, his beats are, they are specifically IR Feek beats. You don't uh-huh. hear these types of beats anywhere. And it's, it's crazy to me. He's just doing his thing. Uh-huh. So when he initially sent me this beat, I didn't, I, I liked it, sounded hard, uh-huh. but I didn't know what to do with it. Uh-huh. And then I want to say like, two months after he sent it to me i finally like it hit me like oh shit like because because for years i had this i had i've been doing this like living life with no motivation there was nothing inspiring me Mm. compared to like back in the day where like everything fucking inspired me yeah i couldn't fit i couldn't find nothing out i started wondering like why why am i like this now why have i been like this for the past like five years Mm mm-hmm and I started thinking, I was like, like, you know what? Nothing should inspire me. I mm. should inspire me, man. After all, after like shit that I've been through. <clears throat> so the chorus goes, you know, <clears throat> I'm my own motivation. No one got a story like me. They seem basic. Got to keep pushing. Can't be complacent. Dug out of hell, but I'm still in the basement. So that, right. came, that stemmed from me just being like, damn, dude, like, you know, yeah. Back in 2012, survive like having cancer and then surviving it. Wow. And then and then like just having that those like like those couple years of just being like 
I don't know how to describe it. Just being a shitter, just like mm-hmm. being like hella bitter about like having all this pain and yeah. like doing all this shit you're supposed to do. MRIs, PET mm-hmm. scans, blood mm-hmm. transfusions, like all this shit. It's just hella annoying. Yeah. And it kind of like demotivates you like mm-hmm. severely. Oh, so yeah. then I was like, you know what? Like I should be inspiring myself considering the shit that I've gone through that like there shouldn't be able to have anything like mentally or physically be able to hold me back. Yeah. So that's kind of how that song became what it was. Wow. That's incredibly strong and inspiring for sure. And, you know, when people hear this, uh, I hope that they're inspired by that. Cause I am, you know, that's a, uh, that's really tough Had to come back from, from cancer and, you know, all that and put that into this track um you know i hope they hear all that you know when they hear it so um like i said commend you man you're still here you're you're still strong so um, that's super dope um so who have been some of your influences in your life not just with music but um you know any type of influences that you have that have helped you stay focused on the journey that you have uh it's a lot of it's a lot of little shit um i would say one big one to me for uh my last couple albums because they were concept albums um was like um the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy radio shows Mm -hmm. and uh the work that Hideo Kojima does on his like video games, uh-huh. um, those, those things like turning, turning like a radio show, which is just an auditory experience, turning that into like something that you, you feel that, that turning auditory into emotion was like mm. a thing. Right. Yeah. So from, from that radio show, I studied other radio shows started mm. Uh, Hideo Kojima has inspiration from films that he transferred into video games. And it was like, it was seamless in a way how he did it. But because Mm -hmm. I knew what he was doing, I was able to like study it. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, so I was like, okay, how can I do what he did? But like what, what, what they did with Hitchhiker's Guide and other radio shows. Right. And make it hip hop. Right. Right. So, so I, st- I learned from, from that a lot. Um, trying to, trying to like gather information okay. and, and, uh, listening to other concept, uh, albums. And there's, there's always like a miss with them. Like, I, like, there's a thing, like, you understand it mm-hmm. mentally, but you don't get anything else from it like you get the imagination and you get like what they're going for mm-hmm. and you you understand it but you don't actually like feel it much gotcha gotcha uh, yeah okay uh, all right well um before i get to a couple of these last questions here to wrap it up we kind of touched a bit on covid so i wanted to ask this question how has covid affected your independent journey um if you've had any setbacks how are you adjusting to uh, those uh, and coming back from them? Or if things have improved in a positive way, in what ways did it help? Um, it's, it's been mostly negative, but I mm. will talk about positive as well. Okay. Uh, so I, 
Stockton has no record stores. Mm-hmm. I only record dig in other cities or countries. Mm-hmm. Um, COVID has not enabled me to go to cities or countries. <laughs> so I have not been record digging. I've been sampling. Ouch. I've been sampling video games, TV shows, uh, movies, mm-hmm. uh, basically whatever I can find on the internet that I gotcha. think is sick is what I'll sample. <laughs> uh, positive. COVID has shown me the people that I have kept in my life that are absolute trash. <laughs> um, yeah. it, has, it has shown me who is racist. It has shown me mm. who is sexist, who's a mm. piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It has shown me who gives a fuck about the people and who don't. It has shown me who is just like bad. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have been able to cut a lot of ties and throw out a lot of trash. Yeah. Because yeah. people have nothing else to do but be on the internet and be pieces of shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can most definitely feel you on that. COVID is definitely <laughs> COVID has definitely shown people's asses like full moon. <laughs> it's yep, been crazy. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, that perspective, though. Thank you. Um, so you kind of touched on, you know, cancer, close deaths, you know, some of these uh, t- really tough obstacles to go to, to go through. So what are any other obstacles that you have had to face that you could lend some advice about to those who are either currently in the same types of situations or who might eventually run into these on their path? Um, if you know somebody dealing with cancer, okay. If you know someone that had cancer, you could, you could talk about it. Uh, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Ask them. Of course, not everyone's the fucking same. Yeah. Uh, but if you know somebody going through cancer, because I get this a lot from mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of people, um, it's you need to be strong for the person. Mm-hmm. If you if you go see somebody that has cancer and you just feel pity and and you're like, oh, I'm sorry, you're going mm-hmm. through all this bullshit, blah blah, blah you're gonna piss that motherfucker off. <laughs> I guarantee you, nobody yeah. wants to be pitied. Mm-hmm. I'm out here fighting the good fight. Mm-hmm. And you want to pity me? I right. pity you, motherfucker. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my fucking hospital room. Yeah, that Most be definitely. strong for that person. Yeah. Um, talk to them, hang out with them. Um, you know, don't touch them. They don't want to be touched. <laughs> can't they can't be touched? They might die. So, but yeah, uh, <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I got to say about that. All right. All right. So, uh, has your music journey kind of also helped you with this, you know, like exploring, like, like how you feel inside, you know, of course, I mean, music is a form of expression. So, you know, with going through the things that you've been through and having to overcome these obstacles, you know, how has music kind of played its part in all of this? Uh, yeah, it, it's actually funny because uh, last year I found out if I don't write because it was summer, mm-hmm. I had I had no way to, my recording setup was just non-existent. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and I just wasn't making beats or nothing because it's like I only I only want to rap, so I'm mm-hmm. not gonna make beats if I can't rap. <laughs> uh, and so I found myself like not being able to write or nothing for three mm-hmm. months mm-hmm. made it it made me a irritable piece of shit. Man. And it, that's fucking insane to me when I figured that out. I was like, damn, I really need to just write, don't mm-hmm. I? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It was wild to me. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Everyone has like that that one outlet, you know, that's near and dear. I, I like to write poems. That's something that kind of gives me that that outlet relief. So that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. So yeah, you know, it's it's really tough when we're going through shit and we're like, damn it, we can't do that shit. Oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> <All this shit. laughs> I feel it. Yeah. Um yeah, so wrap it up here. So my last question to you is where do you see yourself going with your music path um to be honest i am always like i have always been and i think i always will be the person that will give my music away for free Mm -hmm. i don't necessarily want to make money from music i just Mm -hmm. want to i just want to make music and i want and i just want like the respect of an artist Mm. and that that's kind of it Mm. Um, you know if because people always want to buy shit mm-hmm. from me and it's like i give you the option to pay and people do they will mm-hmm. but ultimately i'm like man just take it like yeah it's, it's music i paid yeah. nothing to make it mm. you, should, you should not have to pay shit to listen to it damn that's definitely a different outlook um for sure uh that's and that's that's really hard to kind of find somebody like that. Like I'm going to produce this great shit in here. You just I, listen, learn, you I, know, I think it just helps me more mentally and emotionally mm. than it will. If I like capitalized off of it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Shit. If I had the opportunity, I'll sell out. I don't give a shit because <laughs> <laughs> like, it'll never change who I am. Yeah. But it could change how I live got you so yeah got you money's not necessarily that bad if it's in the right hands (laughs) yeah most definitely i feel you all right well thank you so much i appreciate you for joining me here on the grown-up podcast before we get out of here i got two quick things first one is I'm going to put you in a hot seat. I got three quick questions to ask you and you just off the top of your dome the first thing that comes to mind all right all right all right number one Favorite place you've traveled to? Tokyo. Oh, man, that's dope. Man, I wish he had some. I'm, I'm like, I wish he had time to talk about that. I don't want to make this too long. <laughs> um, all right. Favorite thing to do on your downtime? Oh, shit. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> what is downtime? <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you have an off day. <laughs> We have uh, time. <laughs> oh, I'll, anything that could get me captivated into a story. I mean, okay. all right. Dope, dope. And last one, favorite memory of your music journey so far. 2011, making music every day, all day till 3 a.m. Man. And never stopping. Nostalgic. I literally, I feel like chills because I can feel it. Like it's, I can feel that you were very nostalgic in that, at that point. And that's super dope. Um, yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and everything. Um, you know, you're definitely a super dope guy. You guys, please go and check him out. Go and obviously stay to the end of this interview so you can check out the single that we talked about. And before we get out of here, do you have any final words that you want to say? Any personal shout outs you want to give? Of course, please shout out your social media for them to follow. But you already know the links will still be in the description. And of course, let them know where they can stream your music app. For sure. Uh, I want to say thanks for having me. Thanks for doing this for Most me. Definitely. Um, you can find me on cocobebop.bandcamp.com. That's where I'm going to put my music from now on. Um, right. You can find me on YouTube. You can search up Spitz Spiegel. Um, I have Twitter and Instagram, Coco Bebop or whatever. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I want to give a per personal shout out to Iron Feet, rest in peace. Um, Marco, Marco Kane, aka Pyro, Pyro Spoken, <laughs> um, the good nature people. Um, shout outs to my homie Roger. He's producing my next album. Nice. Um, I'll, I'll probably throw two of my beats on there. We'll cool. see what's up. Um, and yeah shouts out to you man appreciate you all right oh boy shouts out Go to felix and dom all right the homies. <laughs> all right yes appreciate you shout out to all your peoples hopefully they tune in and uh check you out check us out here and hopefully we have you back maybe yeah for some yeah, new man. music just let me know dog Definitely. All right. Well, I appreciate appreciate you. Thank you so much. You guys already know his links will be in the description below. Check him out. Go follow him or whatever he said. <laughs> um, and yeah, shout out to him. You guys already know. Stay safe. Be kind. And we out. Yee. And so it brings us to this. You ready? Yeah. I'm my own motivation No one got a story like me, they seem vacant Gotta keep pushing and can't be complacent I dug out of hell, but I'm still in the basement I said, I'm my own motivation No one got a story like me, they seem vacant Gotta keep pushing and can't be complacent I dug out of hell, but I'm still in the basement We don't procrastinate, how many times I gotta say to you We ain't the type of cats to talk about what they would do I'm here to state a few, facts that make it through This life I'm living, and even if cash rules I gotta stimulate my mind, fuck fast food Trying to give me advice, but ain't nobody ask you now now you got a grudge and it's personal Thinking about this shit even during rehearsal And I know you're wrong but I can't shake it Say thank you with a smile but still man I fake it I'm not the asshole here, I go handle fear Battle my shadow and go celebrate with the beer So artists, take what you hear and be picky Chances are they don't get it plus your mind is tricky They can fuck you up with one word You doubt everything you do and it's absurd But remember be free like a bird You're a jack of all trades But want your mind to be heard And I get that So yeah, we can chit-chat And anybody on that bullshit Tell them to get back Because you're your own motivation No one got a story like you They seem vacant Gotta keep pushing And can't be complacent You dug out of hell But you're still in the What's poppin' y'all? I hope you're enjoying the Now Artist Spotlight for this month. He goes by the name Coco Bebop, aka Spitzbeagle. Shout out to him for taking the time to do this interview. I'm super excited to support another batch of artists here in 2022, and I love seeing them do what they love to do. 
As for y'all, please go show your support by clicking the links in the description to follow him and stream his music. And last but not least, you already know what to do for me. Check out my links in the description as well. Make sure you follow me so you stay up to date with all the podcast updates. Now, let's finish getting motivated. Peace. But got that's for sure and I dig that But hey, I'ma give back, I know what the fuck I do You can get smacked with your whack opinions You the only one with it and I see that you got a lack of minions If the track's offending with the way I'm speaking It means I'm on my real shit just like Rafikin I can't stop, it's the only level that I know Being me is the only person that I show If I change it was for the better You got left behind, didn't develop with the weather And I ain't gonna let no one hold me back Look myself in the mirror when I told me that because I'm my own motivation no one got a story like me they seem vacant gotta keep pushing and can't be complacent I dug out of hell but I'm still in the basement I said I'm my own motivation no one got a story like me they seem vacant gotta keep pushing and can't be complacent I dug out of hell but I'm still in the basement yo man don't give a fuck about what this fucker says, what that fucker says, just do your art. Do your damn thing. Just the one thing you probably got that makes you happy or that makes you feel good about yourself. You can't let nobody shit all over that. For real. Be your own motivation. Push yourself farther than you ever thought you could go. You know what I'm saying? only person that can make you feel bad about your shit is you rest in peace our feet i'm gonna finish what we started What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 